Welcome to the IRS Lead Essentials Podcast. Here we discuss the strategies in your journey to become a black belt iOS developer. That is, achieve technical excellence and be part of the highest paid iOS developers in the world. I'm Mike. And I'm Kayo. And the topic today is what if I invest to become a black belt iOS developer and the iOS platform gets out of date and replaced with something else. Okay. Or is becoming a black belt senior iOS developer still worth it or am I too late? Right. <laughs> and there, there's a lot of confusion with this question because it implies that software development is different with every platform. Exactly. Like what you learn in one will not work in another. <laughs> you waste your time. Everything you learned is going to go away. Yes. So this misconception is like thinking that software development is similar to football strategies. You know, in football, you can rehearse a play, you know, a strategic right. play. And if the opposite team doesn't know your strategy, it may work. <laughs> right. It's the surprise effect. Yeah, 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 exactly. But it will probably only work once. It cannot be replicated. Right, because they're gonna they're gonna learn from it, right? And they're gonna be able to defend it <laughs> next time, right? Absolutely. Next time they'll be able to predict and defend against it. But good software development strategies, they don't work only once. They are not like football strategies. They have worked since programming was invented, mm -hmm. since day one. Right. Of course, yes. the difference now is that we have better tools mm -hmm. that can help us be more productive. Of course, exactly. Better languages, better IDEs, programming environments, you know, frameworks, platforms, everything. Yeah. But the principles? Universal. They're still universal. Exactly. They're not seasonal, like football strategies. Yes, exactly. So the programming languages, the frameworks, the platforms, all these things, they can be seasonal, but not the core principles that make you a black belt. Absolutely. Because a black belt iOS developer is a master in the universal principles that don't change. They can be applied to any platform. The immutable laws of building good software. Universal strategies. They will help you build good software regardless of platform. So even, even if iOS development gets out of date, which won't for a long time, <laughs> you won't get out of date. Let's make this clear. But even if it happens, a black belt iOS developer can shift to other platforms easily. And yeah, and also be a black belt in those other platforms. Absolutely. Like a judo black belt can become a jiu-jitsu black belt much faster than someone with no background in martial arts. Mm -hmm. Actually, in fact, if you are a judo black belt and you start practicing jiu-jitsu and you get a white belt, let's say, you will not be allowed to compete against other white belts. Why? <laughs> right. 
you'll be unfair. You'll be unfair because you already start at a high, high level. Yes, exactly. Again, frameworks might change. Frameworks will change as will. you know. Yeah, exactly. We saw that already. You know, we're gonna have new devices. We're gonna have new languages. Like you know, all these things happen in our lifetime. You know, in our career, career lifetime. Yeah, change is a given. Mm -hmm. Things are changing all the time, and it's a good thing. Yes, it's a good thing. We need to embrace the new. Exactly, but the the strategies, the principles, everything that help you deliver great apps, great software, this is not going to change. It's not going to get out of date. For example, modularity, you know, it's not a new concept. Um, you can find papers from the 70s about modularity, architecture, testing, you know, functional programming, object-oriented programming, and so software on. Software design. <laughs> you know what? I have friends working with COBOL. COBOL. And they're making a lot of money. So, yes, frameworks change, things change, but the principles are the same. For a black belt, you can adapt to changes. You know, because the fundamental principle of software is what? What is the fundamental principle of software, Mike? Right. We said it. Change. And Abdullah in the comments, I see, he says, the only constant is change. And this could not be true <laughs> in, our, in our profession, in our line of work. Exactly. That's it. The fundamental principle of software is that it must be soft. Mm -hmm. What does it mean to be soft? It should be easy to change. It's soft. Different than hardware, which is hard to change. That's it. But... Many, many, many iOS apps are rigid like hardware. <laughs> right. And of course, they will cost you in the long run. Yeah. So again, the tools, languages, frameworks, they will change. That's a given. But the principles and strategies will not. Yeah, and, and just clarification, maybe it's not going to cost you specifically money maybe the business is going to cost it's going to cost the money but it's going to cost you your sanity you know it will if cost you money because if you cannot yeah, tech, gonna, get yeah. bigger challenges exactly like you know what's going to happen off. right yeah, yeah yeah you're not going to make money which is the same way of losing money yeah you're not going to get a raise you're not going to increase your income yeah because you cannot deal with bigger and bigger challenges so yes you and the business will lose 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 situation Yes. Not good. But again, a black belt, iOS developer, is a master in the foundational principles and strategies, mm -hmm. the fundamentals. They make good software. So they can easily, easily use any tools, languages, frameworks. And when they change, they just switch to this new thing. No problem. No fuss about it. No stress. You're excited about change because it brings opportunities. Change is good. It brings new opportunities. If you're ready to adapt and embrace change, you always have new opportunities. Exactly. For example, we have students applying what they learn in the course. What? Android apps. Mm -hmm. Flutter. React Native. Right. In the backend. Node.js. Java. Golang. And so on. Yeah. Whatever they need to solve, they choose the right tool for the job and they apply the knowledge. 
which is universal. Yep. So black belts can adapt to change quickly and easy, which is a huge benefit. It's a huge benefit of being a black belt. You're not afraid of change. You stay up to date with the trends because mm -hmm. you understand software development at another level. Black belt software developers understand software at a much, much higher level that allows them to navigate through new changes to new frameworks, platforms, tools, whatever. Yes. The core universal principles, immutable laws of software that don't change. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, what's going to happen? You'll be seasonal, a seasonal <laughs> iOS developer. What is it, Mike? What is a seasonal iOS developer? A seasonal developer is like someone who learns rehearsed stuff, rehearsed moves, you know, like MVVM with RX Swift. Like you've seen job listing saying we, we're looking for an MVVM slash RX Swift iOS developer, you know, so you can only apply in such jobs, you know, fitting that description. So, so your opportunities are limited. Exactly. So if these frameworks or techniques, uh, patterns, whatever, like they, they stop being popular, then you have to start learning from scratch. Usually, you know, you can't transfer any previous knowledge to, to the new stack of tools that, uh, you're going to use, you know, so you're always running behind of the trend. Absolutely. And if the trend disappears, you need to learn the new one, the new one, the new one. So not exactly. saying you shouldn't learn RX Swift or shouldn't use RX Swift or the MVVM pattern. Yes. No, those are fine patterns and tools. And you're going to use them when they solve a specific problem that you have. Yes. You know, we use them when it's necessary. No problem with it. You need to learn those tools, those frameworks, those patterns. But this is just a minimum. This is not what's going to make you be one of the highest paid developers in the world. Like using RX Swift is not what's going to get you a raise, increase your income. You know, maybe it's the thing that we're going to get you in the job market and you need to learn those tools and those frameworks that you're going to use. But this is not what's going to make the huge difference in the long run. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you can only use one specific stack, one specific tool, when this tool changes or stops being popular, it's going to make your life much harder, much harder to stay relevant in the industry. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And like an easy way to test that, by the way, is start a new project, you know, like as a, as a test project and just be aware of what you're doing. You know, if you are considered an, yourself an MVVM developer and you just start instantly creating view models, try to, to convert that into another pattern, MVC, for example, you know, or MVP, you know, can you do that? Put some constraints in your practice. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. For example, you want to learn a little bit about functional programming. You're only comfortable with object-oriented programming. Mm -hmm. Practice. Try to solve a problem you already solved with objects, but try to solve this problem now with constraints. I cannot use a class here, for example. I cannot have mutable state. Mm -hmm. And try to solve the specific problem now with constraints. That's going to help you start learning new ways of solving problems. It's going to help you not be a seasonal developer that depends on trends. Because I yes. was a seasonal developer at some point when I was a white belt. How would I start projects? I would have a specific stack. You know, I would start a project, put a bunch of frameworks I was familiar with. Without even looking what I have to do, I would already have the, the template project 
with a bunch of frameworks, with a bunch of tools, with like some base classes that we would inherit from. And of course, this doesn't scale. Yes. Trying to solve every problem with the same template does not work. Doesn't get you to the highest paid positions. Doesn't make you a black belt. It may get you one or two jobs, but that's it. Yeah. That's it. You're not going to grow in your career with that. And that's what we're talking about here, to become a black belt. You know, be one of the highest paid in the world. You need to do things differently. Yeah, I I can argue that it's not not only it's gonna not gonna make you a black belt, it's gonna make you like a perpetual white belt. A seasonal developer is forever a white belt. Mm -hmm. He can never master anything because by the time he's getting proficient at something, he needs to change to something else. Yes, the seasons keep changing. Yes. Change, where I said, change is a constant. <laughs> mm -hmm. Change is a constant. So you're going to be forever a white belt running after trends. Don't do it. Don't do it. Because the problem is not the platform or industry changes. Those are opportunities, not problems. Yes. Change is a given. The problem is if you don't build valuable skills that you can transfer, that can help you become better. Exactly. Valuable skills. And that's the difference between a seasonal white belt and a legit black belt. Mm -hmm. That's... A, massive massive difference you see in their performance because seasonal white belts will never master the basics it's always running after the new trend the new trend the new trend it's always falling behind so they stay white belts and you know what you can have a career like this for years and years it's gonna be very stressful if you keep doing this probably you won't find fulfillment you're not gonna be part of the highest paid in the world you're gonna work the same amount of hours as another person with 10 years of experience, but they might be making 2x, 3x, and be much more fulfilled professionally because yeah. they have much more control over their careers and their future as a developer. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And one of the one thing you mentioned about the opportunities is that you can't see them, you know, like if you're if you're what we're saying here, like a seasonal developer, you probably can't see these opportunities, you know, because you might be and you most probably are afraid of this change of learning something something new something fundamental that might not be trending at the time right so yeah the people that do actually understand that they are the ones that move forward so it's these are opportunities for them absolutely there are a lot of people capitalizing on those opportunities yes and you can be one of them because like thinking that you get stagnated because the iOS platform may get out of date, it's like blaming something that you have no control over. Right. You know, you're looking at external factors you have no control over. You cannot control if the iOS platform will get replaced. You, you cannot control that. Just like Please. Nokia could not control <laughs> Apple coming with the iPhone and destroying their market. Or BlackBerry. Yeah. But you can control... You can control the skills you focus on, the skills you develop. You can have control of this. Because mm -hmm. if you develop only the seasonal skills, you're always running behind. And they can get out of date. So you cannot blame the platform for your future problems. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, it's like many times over the years, you know, how many times they said, 
okay, this platform is going to go away. Like, I don't know, Java, Ruby, you know, <laughs> we've heard it again and again. They're like 25, 30 years old, almost still running hot. Yeah. So before becoming an iOS developer, I was building backend websites and also frontend. And we were starting to do like the mobile versions with WAP. Remember WAP? WAP, of course. Yeah. <laughs> And after the iPhone started, people, oh my God, front-end web for mobile is going to disappear. Everything's going to be app. So HTML, CSS developers are going to lose their jobs. Well, 10 years passed and <laughs> they're still doing well. Exactly. Yes. And many developers think they are building these strong foundational skills when they are using those frameworks. Mm -hmm. They feel like, no, if I just keep using these frameworks, at some point, something's going to click and... I will know how not to be out of date. You know, right. can you check their code bases? If you check it, you see a bunch of seasonal solutions, of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They only work with specific frameworks, singletons everywhere, coupled with volatile dependencies that they have no control over. And that will make them white belt developers forever. I mean, I've been there expecting for things to change. <laughs> Yeah, for the knowledge just to come at some point, but it didn't. I had to go after this foundational knowledge for my career yeah. to change. Exactly. And again, it's it's easy to to blame these changes in the industry or other external factors, right? Yeah, it's... because like it is a challenge, right? The industry is putting this challenge on you with all these yeah. changes that keep happening. It's like yeah. you don't have control over it. So like, yes, you want to blame it. Yeah, because they keep changing. <laughs> yes. I'm not changing. They are changing. So it's their fault. But thinking like that's not going to help you. Yes. So you need to develop these valuable skills. They are transferable. Because then you're going to become a black belt, a resilient black belt. They can be the highest paid developers in the world, regardless of the platform. In iOS, or can transition to backend, can transition to Android, can transition to whatever. Use whatever tools they need to deliver good work. Exactly. That's why the vast majority of the, the skills we teach our students are transferable to any platform. Absolutely. We don't want our students to be seasonal white belts. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> even if we create a, a YouTube series here, mm -hmm. very specific to a framework, this YouTube series is also going to be seasonal. One year, two years from now, it's going to be irrelevant. No one's going to watch it. We want to create things that are universal. You know, the skills that you will build that will help you be a proficient developer now and in five years, in 10 years. And the more you exercise it, the better you will become. You're going to use the seasonal frameworks to help you achieve your goals. You're going to use those tools, but they're going to change. If you build these foundational skills, you will adapt to change very, very easily and very quickly. You're building yes. an academy of black belts that can do that. Yes. They can thrive exactly. in any situation. That's the goal. It's not about being seasonal. There are opportunities about being seasonal. If you are the first one, if you are the first iOS developer, there's still an opportunity there. If you're the first one doing something, the first one to invest at Apple, the first right. one to invest at Tesla, there's an opportunity of being the first one. We cannot be relying on this luck of being the first in something. 
But if you have these skills as a black belt and you can transition quickly, then you can be the first. Because it's easy and quick for you to apply these new technologies, these new frameworks, tools, languages, and so on. Because mm -hmm. it shouldn't depend on a platform. It shouldn't depend on a platform to be part of the highest paid developers in the world because you don't control what happens to this platform. Right. And you need to have control over your career if you want to be the highest paid developers, a black belt that can adapt to change. Yes, yes. As a black belt, you should master a set of software development principles, practices and strategies and apply them with discipline every single day. That's, that's the difference. And applying those disciplines every day is part of work fulfillment as well, of being proud of what you built. Absolutely. It's an amazing feeling, you know, when you have the skills <laughs> and you can apply it and get the results and keep improving. And of course, you're not going to be afraid of change, which is another yeah. benefit. Imagine that. Not being afraid of change. It's like, yes, change is opportunity. Yes, exactly. You're, you're, you're going to be so confident that you're going to see. So what's going to happen is this. You're going to see the change, right? But you have already built this confidence that you're going to say, okay, I can do that. And I know that other uh, you know, entities in the industry, other people in the industry cannot do that, right? So this is this is why it's so valuable because you can reach out and actually execute while others cannot because they're afraid, right? Because change is hard, because change is scary. Absolutely. Imagine you are watching WWDC and they announce Swift UI and you're like, yes, I'm going to use it from day one because my code base is well structured and I can just replace a framework very quickly. I can also learn a new framework very quickly because yeah. I understand how software works. Yeah, exactly. That's how powerful it is. That's how powerful it is. When you master, you know, the immutable laws of software, become a black belt. So to make an analogy with music here, does music have principles? They have specific notes that work well together in sequence. No, does it have rules? Does it have rules? Of course it does. The songs, the songs are seasonal. <laughs> the pop song that was playing last year, no one's want to listen to it again. Right. <laughs> songs may be seasonal, but music carries on. Music carries on. Mm-hmm. Some songs get very famous and disappear, but music carries on. The same with software. Platforms, frameworks, tools, they become very popular, then they go. But software development carries on. And if you're a good a black belt software developer, you can take those as opportunities. Get exactly. those changes as opportunities to embrace the new and capitalize and be the first ones. Be the first ones. Yeah, exactly. Because if you understand, for example, the principles and rules, how to make good music, you can make songs forever. Mm -hmm. But if you only know how to play a couple of seasonal songs, no one will want to listen to you when those songs get out of date. That's it. Exactly. But if you know the principles, you can create new songs, you can learn new songs. Using the same chords, you know, using the same chords, using the same notes, using the same notes, you can create new songs. 
because you understand the principles. And the same applies to software development. Black Belt developer, mm -hmm. Black Belt iOS developer can adapt very easily, very quickly. Exactly. To, to any change, to any change in the industry. And if, they, again, if they don't know how to, they're going to figure it out. You know, like that's the, the mindset, the attitude part of the Black Belt. Absolutely. And the more you apply the principles, the better you become. That's the beauty of it. The more you apply those principles, the better you become at building good software and you intensify the returns you get from it. Exactly. Exactly. As, as you apply it and apply it, of course, it intensifies. And of course, it becomes better, right? Like the code base becomes better. Imagine that. Every change in the code base makes it better. Yeah, exactly. How fulfilling would that be? Deliver good work every day. This is a contrarian statement as well, you know, because the vast majority of code bases tend to get worse over time. But why? Because they're not following? The, the principles. The exactly. principles. Yeah. The universal, immutable principles of good software exactly. development. Mm -hmm. But if you apply those principles, what's going to happen? You improve over time. You become yeah. better, not worse. Mm -hmm. The code base will adapt to whatever the needs of the business is whatever the needs is for the product, it will be better. There was a time when software was supposed to get better with every update, faster, more efficient. But nowadays we are afraid of updating the apps because we are afraid that it's going to break something. While it's working, don't, don't update. Right. How many updates I hold from apps I use every day because I'm afraid it's going to break it. People are skeptical about updating their software nowadays. Because there's this culture of software gets worse over time. It gets bigger, slower, buggier. Exactly. And we need much, much faster hardware to, you know, equalize the performance there. Simple apps, 500 megabytes. Yeah. It doesn't it's... have to be this way. It doesn't have to be this exactly. way. The code can get better, faster, more efficient easier to manage, to maintain as well, because it's not just about the code you ship to your clients, but also how you can operate in that code base with a team of people. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And it is possible. It is possible if you follow the immutable laws of good software. Yeah, exactly. Testing, for example, right? It's one of those when you're applying good automated testing, then you are free to change. You're free to refactor your code with confidence. You're not afraid of changing the code base and trying to improve it. You can mercilessly improve it without having to ask, <laughs> you know, like anyone, because you know exactly what's going on. And if you break something, you can revert to the last yes. uh, passing stage. You don't need to ask for more time <laughs> yeah, because it's part of the process. You're building the software, you have tests, so you can change the design, you can improve it, can make it more efficient without asking for more time. Yes. And it's not easy. It's not easy to be a black belt in any field in life. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of dedication. But it's like learning to ride a bike. Missing hard at first, yes. but when you get it, you won't ever forget it. You know what people say, if you learn how to ride the bike once, 
can do it forever, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There may be new bike models, <laughs> no electric bikes even, but you know how to balance on top of any bike, regardless of the model, the color, the size, the shape. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. The rules and principles are the same, regardless of the model. You know, there are many examples here we can give. Right, of course. But the most important thing is to understand the principles and rules of the game you're playing. So you can be proficient at it. You know, we've been teaching hundreds, hundreds of iOS developers of every level, from white belts to black belts. And we can confidently say that the ones that master the core principles, the ones that master the core principles, are the ones who tend to get the black belt. Yes, for sure. No, this year we have what? Seven. Seven students who are candidates Mm -hmm. to the black belt. Because they're brown belts, they're already in the top 10%. They've already managed to get like tech lead positions, lead positions, and they increase their income to the top 10%. But does it guarantee that they'll get a black belt? No, you need to do the work. You need to do the work. That's why they're candidates, right? (laughs) Yes. You need to keep practicing regardless of your level to become more proficient and more proficient and more proficient. That's how you're going to get to the black belt level. It's one step at a time, one step at a time, one step at a time with discipline every day. So you're not going to be out of the market if a platform changes. Yeah. And there are three ways, three ways foundational ways to learn anything. And I believe you need to go through these three ways to actually learn something, to be really, really good at something. There's the conceptual way, like conceptually Mm -hmm. talking about something like we're doing here, you know, we are passing concepts. We're teaching concepts right now. So you can become aware, aware of things you don't know. Mm -hmm. There's also another way, which is by example, watching someone else do it. We have a lot of videos here on YouTube where we show how to apply dependency injection, architectural principles, patterns, how to test your code, how to write tests that are decoupled from production code so you can refactor the code without breaking tests and so on. Absolutely. You know, foundational principles of software, data structures, algorithms, and so on. Computer science. So you learn also by example, by watching someone else do it and explain what they're doing. It's like martial arts as well. You learn the concepts and then you see the black belt applying it and you try to replicate it, right? Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. is the last step, which is to practice and apply. So these are the three ways you learn. Conceptually, you learn the concepts. Then you learn by examples. You're going to see examples, watch examples. And then you need to practice and apply. That's it. Application. Execution. You're going to learn from experience by applying what you learn. Yeah. That's how you learn, actually. You only learn when you actually apply it. Yeah. You know, you can also get feedback from your mentors in this step. Mm -hmm. When you're practicing, applying, you can show what you're doing and they can correct your form, correct what you're doing. So you can learn much faster. You know, because it's one thing to go on Google and get like a cake recipe. And conceptually, you know what you need to do. Right. A little bit of flour, sugar, some eggs, you know? Yeah. And you know yeah. what you need to do, but you've never done it. Now, another thing is to watch someone else doing it as well. 
you have the recipe, now you're watching someone do it. And then the most important step is to actually bake the cake. <laughs> yeah. I mean, th yeah, like this is, this is a very good example. Exactly. Because it's exactly the same with the software, you know, like how many times, you know, you've Googled something like the solid principles, for example, let's say here, you know, and <laughs> you read them and you say, okay, like this conceptually, okay, now I'm aware of the solid principles. And then of course you don't understand anything, but at least you have it in your mind and you see someone applying them like in a video or something like that. And again, you think, you know, it, but of course not right <laughs> and then you actually say okay like i'm gonna apply it and then you say okay where do i start it's like is this does this conform to i don't know the like interface aggregation principle is this open closed enough so absolutely yeah. i think that makes total sense when you bake the cake and you try it it's like mm, let me <laughs> look at the recipe again maybe i skipped a step yeah exactly <laughs> absolutely so your level of learning will increase in each step. You learn the concepts, then you can watch examples, but then you apply. And in each step, your learning will increase. And each time you repeat this cycle, because you're not going to do it only once. You need to repeat this cycle. You go back to the concepts, watch again, apply. Then you go back, reveal the concepts, watch again, apply, and so on. You need to repeat this cycle, because the more you repeat, the better you will become. You need to reinforce, reinforce the concepts. Yes. You need to see more examples, more examples to adjust your technique. Exactly. And you need to practice and apply what you learn. Yes. Or actually, by practicing and applying, you will learn. Yes, exactly. We cannot guarantee that you will become a black belt iOS developer. Why not? Because it, we cannot control, you know, how much you're going to learn, you know, by how much you're going to apply, right? How much you're going to practice. Yeah. How many times you're going to go through this loop? Only yeah. you can control that. We cannot exactly. control that. Yeah. How many times will you go back to the concepts? How many times will you watch someone doing it mm -hmm. and get examples? And how many times will you actually apply it? How many times will you repeat this cycle? You can control that. We cannot. That's why we cannot guarantee that anyone can become a black belt. Yes. You need to control how many times you go through the cycle. The more you go through it, the better you become and the faster you become better. Yes. What we're certain of is that it is possible, you know, and anyone with the right attitude can do it. And again, like the, the skills is one thing that we can teach to people, but the attitude, this is something that you need to, to develop. Absolutely. We can give you the concepts. We can show you the examples. We can control that, right? We can control what we create. And by the way, that's why we are creating two lives a day during these weeks <laughs> to help you in your journey. Exactly. You no, know? but I cannot guarantee that you're going to watch all of them. They're going to apply what you learn. They're going to watch the examples that we create on YouTube, the lectures, the mentoring sessions that we share, the coding sessions. And you're actually going to apply the principles with discipline every day. Because mm -hmm. we're sure that if you apply it every day and you keep in this cycle, you will eventually become a black belt. Yes. For sure. For sure. Because the journey to become a black belt is also about principles and rules that will make you indispensable as a professional. Right. Did I say right? Indispensable. 
Yeah, <laughs> exactly. An, an essential developer. You know, like that's exactly why we called our channel essential developer. Absolutely. Why? Because that's our goal to help developers build skills. They will make you essential in the industry. Essential. Which, of course, will have a huge impact in your work fulfillment and your income. How much you will earn. Yeah. Why? Like, what is the idea behind of being essential? Think about it this way. Like, if the company loses you as a professional, it will then fail to achieve their goals. Like, for example, their financial goals. Imagine that. If a company loses you, they lose money. Yeah. Would they want to lose you? <laughs> no, right? Because you bring so much value that if you leave, they'll miss you. This is yeah. being essential, being an essential developer. This is why we named this channel Essential Developer. This is our goal for our students, to become essential to any company in the industry. When I realized that I can become essential to a business in a way that if they lose me as an employee, they're going to lose money. They're gonna, not going to achieve their goals. Mm -hmm. My approach to work changed drastically. Yeah. It completely shifted how I see, how I perceive myself as a professional. And of course, it had a huge impact in work fulfillment and how much I earn. Because now I was looking for answers, for solutions that will make me essential. Not just the seasonal developer that I was, running after trends. Having a template with a bunch of frameworks that I was comfortable with. But if those templates were out of date, I would be out of date. That's when I was a white belt. But when I found out that I could be essential to any business, I started realizing how much more could I make? Good times. You know? <laughs> yes. And, and then I started working hard to become a black belt. And if you understand this concept, if you understand this concept that you can be essential, and you focus on becoming essential, focusing on learning the skills that will get you there, you will become a black belt. And you will be one of the highest paid developers in the world. For sure. Exactly. We showed you today what's the wrong way, you know, <laughs> if you don't want to become essential, you know, then that's, that's to focus on seasonal tools and frameworks. Yes, seasonal tools and frameworks is the wrong way to become essential. Because if those tools and frameworks become out of date, you're not essential anymore. Yes, exactly. <laughs> They're seasonal. They will change. That's a given. They will change. Absolutely. You know? But unfortunately, it's what many developers make, like I did in the beginning of my career. Because your boss doesn't care about MVVM, RX Swift, and so on. <laughs> yes. You know, they want a good job done on time, on budget. That's it. But we tend to look at this result in the wrong way, mm -hmm. especially in the beginning of our careers. Because our boss wants the job done on time and on budget, we think that to get there, we need to copy a bunch of pre-made code from Stack Overflow, using a bunch of popular frameworks everywhere and trying to make things as quick as possible. Right. But it's not. It's not. Many people make this mistake that I made. And they keep doing it over and over and over and over and over. And they still don't deliver the project on budget, still don't deliver the project on time, and still don't deliver a good job. But they keep trying to get shortcuts for years. Mm -hmm. Sometimes 10 years, 20 years. If you keep doing it, 
you may even tend to cross the line of integrity, you know, like skip important principles and steps just to deliver quicker, deliver right. quicker, deliver mm -hmm. quicker. And of course, in the long run, you'll be much, much, much slower because you will pay that tech debt in the future. So that's yeah. the wrong way. That's the wrong way. You're going to skip the steps. They're important to be proficient now and in the long term. The principles that will make you more proficient and be able to take on bigger and bigger and bigger challenges. You know, the higher the challenges you can take, the higher your income can be. Mm -hmm. So you need to major in major things mm -hmm. yep. instead of majoring in minor things. They are seasonal. Exactly. Yeah. Coping codes from Stack Overflow won't get you there. It's very simple, guys. You know, it's like you, you need to grasp the fundamentals. One of the immutable laws is that you can only go fast and deliver on time and on budget if you go well. Mm -hmm. The bigger the project, the more this statement is true. The more it has an impact. You can only go fast and deliver on time and on budget if you can go well. And how do you go well? Principles. Immutable principles of good software. Mm -hmm. you know, what we will guarantee that you'd never get out of date in the iOS industry or in the software industry in general is the frequency and commitment to focus on the principles and rules of the game. The rules that will make you a black belt that can adapt to any change. And you just don't try to apply some principles like solid principles and see if it's going to work. I'll try. Let's see if it works. No, you apply it until it works right. because you need to be proficient at it. Yeah. You know, it's not like you try the first time to ride the bike. Ah, bikes doesn't work. The bike doesn't work. No, bikes work. Yes. Bikes work. Maybe you don't know how to ride a bike yeah. at this point, but you keep oh. trying and it's going to work. Yeah, exactly. It's or learning how to drive a car, you know, of course, like you're not going to be proficient the first day, you know, you're not going to go on highways most probably, or you don't want to focus on getting the results too fast, you know? Right. So yeah, absolutely. That's it. If you want to be one of the highest paid developers in the world, don't focus on shortcuts, trying to get the result too fast. Mm -hmm. Don't skip steps. Don't skip the steps. And some steps are counterintuitive. So you need to trust your mentors and take a leap of faith. Just like you trust that if you stick long enough, you will be able to ride the bike. Yes. You need to do it until you can. After you learn the principles conceptually and you see people applying it and you start practicing and applying it at work, and you keep repeating it, repeating it, the better you will be at developing good software, software that is soft, flexible, profitable, remarkable. Great. Overall, great. Just great. That's it. To become a black belt, you must always be in this loop, in this learning loop, learning conceptually, by example, practicing, applying. Mm -hmm. forever it's a forever journey it never ends do you think like black belts they stop learning no there are levels of black belts even 
there yeah. are levels and levels. There's much more after that still. Yeah. It's a fulfilling journey. You enjoy the journey as well. Never ends. Each time you repeat this cycle, you go back to the concepts, you watch examples, you watch new examples, and you apply it. You'll become better. So we have an exercise for you today, which is to reply to these three questions. Which concepts do you need to learn to become a black belt iOS developer that will never get out of date? Who will you watch for examples? And how will you practice and apply? Yeah. Look at that. Anton says, real learning only starts when you get black belt in martial arts. That's it. The journey starts when you get the black belt. Fantastic. Awesome concept. That's it. So you need to reply to those questions. First, you need to have these questions in your head, you know, like yeah. what are these concepts? Like which concepts do I need to learn? Some not out of date. The universal concepts you'll be sharing here in this channel. For how long now? Four years. Yeah, four years. Will you watch those examples? And will you practice? Because this is the path. You need these three ways of learning. All of them, not just one. And repeat, repeat, repeat. And every time you repeat, even when you are a black belt, you will become better. So that's the wow. exercise. Will you do it? All right, so that's Fantastic. it. Thank you for watching. And we we'll see you again next time. Bye, y'all. See ya.